I was in a relationship where I felt like my own father did not stand up for me because he was even like, yo, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a pleaser too. I lived in an emotional home where I didn't have people stand up for me. It was always like, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. To, to, I had a conversation with my dad one time. He was like, yeah, sometimes you gotta put your head down and, and do what you do to make people happy. I was like, what? You mean to tell me, you mean to tell me this is not making me happy? I gotta keep them happy? How about my happiness? I literally had that conversation and now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, yo, this this wasn't right. Right? So that was that affected other relationships where I was in even business relationships with people. And that business relationship was not serving me. I was not getting paid what I was worth for. But instead of speaking my truth, I just shut down and didn't say anything pleasing people. If you don't heal your childhood traumas, your childhood trauma is going to affect your business. If you don't heal your childhood traumas, your childhood trauma is going to affect your relationships. Your childhood trauma is going to affect... So I realized that now in this season, God is like, yo, not only is this going to help you help others, but now when you get a wife, you're going to choose a wife right correctly. I know not to have a woman who can't have a conversation. Look, if we need to go to sleep mad at each other for more than three nights in a week or two weeks, I can't date you. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Grand rising and priming powerful beings. Grand rising and priming powerful beings. Shout out to you. Is the holistic motivator and if you're constantly trying to please people this episode is for you if you're constantly trying to please people this episode is for you we're gonna do some healing today pleasing is a love style that I love to call pseudo love style it's a way that we keep love around us that's not really love but it's conditional so we do everything we can to please people not actually pleasing God if you want to please somebody or an entity, please God, not people. Because you can never be pleasing enough to please everybody. And a pleasing personality is actually what they call a love style according to psychologists. I call it a pseudo love style. It's a way that you get love that's not love. So keep joining me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves as I go on with this episode of Ed Talks Daily. As I talk about why it's important to stop trying to please everybody. Listen, if you're trying to please everybody, then it means that it's been rooted in your childhood, right? There are actually many love styles. There's the, there's the people who avoid people. There's the people who please people. There's the people who actually, actually let people abuse them because it's part of their love style. So let me give you, let's go back. First of all, this is a podcast. This is all about growing in all aspects of your life. How do, how do you solidify a healthy mindset that will lead to a healthy body? 
healthy relationships and in tune spirit if you want to keep growing with me as i become better i've been doing this for the last five years you want to subscribe to this podcast by going to edtalksdaily.com or going to your favorite podcast app and putting in Ed Talks Daily. Now that you've actually listened to me and you tapped in to know what this is all about, now I'm going to give you a powerful message. Pleasing means I'm only worthy when I do exactly what you want me to do, not really thinking about what's best for me. Pleasing means I actually tailor my life to meet other people's standards and expectations foregoing my own voice. Pleasing often means You actually shut yourself up so you don't get into any trouble, right? Have you ever been in in an environment where it's your parents' way or the highway, where you actually never have a viewpoint, you actually, the only point of view you have is the point of view of the person that runs the household. And sometimes it could be your dad, it could be your mom, right? And in my case, it was definitely my stepmother. Right? I lived in an environment that was not conducive to me actually growing as a man who thinks, expresses himself freely. I had to express myself in the box without offending anybody emotionally. And I, re- I realized that that has affected the way that I communicate or actually just trying to communicate in a way that, oh, okay, that makes you feel good or that makes them feel good. And at some point in my life, especially starting in 2020, I started to heal where I realized that I don't have to actually tailor the way that I'm being to match everybody else's expectation of me, right? Don't try to tailor yourself to match everybody else's expectations because you can never, if you try to tailor yourself to match everybody's expectations, you're never going to meet, you're never going to fit the suit that everybody has wearing for you. Now, you're going to find yourself wearing everybody else's suit instead of actually wearing the, the full armor of God. Let me say that again. If you're trying to tailor yourself to match everybody else's expectations, you're always going to tailor yourself to match everybody else's suits instead of wearing the full armor of God. The full armor of God does not require you to meet other people's expectations. It meets you. It requires you to match your standard to God's standard. God's standard, not other people's standard. Now we're going to go about, we're going to go through this. We're going to grow through this and we're going to touch, touch based on it. This podcast is not, it's progressive. I don't just, oh, boom, I'm dropping it all on you. No, we have to grow to understanding. Understanding must be slowly but surely. That's how the understanding is going to go about. So what do I mean by that? Let's get into it. Here's what happens with most people. Most people have learned to survive in order to get love, not thrive in love. Let me say that again. Most people have learned to survive in order to get love, not thrive in love. What I mean by that is... In order for me to survive in an emotional home where some people may be unstable, I have to tame myself or tailor myself to the way that they expect me to be. So I never show up as I am. I show up as they want me to be. Or I show up in opposition of what they want me to be, still not showing as who I am. Here's what I mean by that. right? Sometimes we don't just do things to please people. We do things to spite people and we don't even want to do those things. Let's go back again. Y'all want me to say that again? Sometimes we don't just do things to please people. We do things to spite people. And that still is another way of affecting you emotionally. So somebody says, what is it then? Here's what I want to ask you. To every level of growth is a level of expression. Let's say that three times. And every level of growth is a level of expression. It's not a matter of how good or bad 
are right or wrong. It's a matter of how far you've grown so far. However, for one to be healthy and have healthy relationship, one must be able to express himself. But what's wise is that you must learn how to express yourself effectively in a way that does not make everybody else a bad person or in a way that's not toxic. That's called growth. Not everybody chooses to grow. Some people choose to stay toxic. What I'm saying is if you're one that chooses to grow, don't let toxic energy close out your voice. All my childhood, I used to be so quiet. And the way the actually I found out being a male now, the reason why I was quiet as a kid was not because I had nothing to say, but I was trying to tailor around everybody's emotion because if I said the wrong thing, it might offend somebody. My mom told me, and I, when I when I talk about my mom, I have two I, I have two mothers. The mother who gave birth to me and loved me unconditionally, and the mother who raised me and loved me with conditions. Now, both mothers took care of me and did what they needed to do for me. But one mother loved me emotionally, unconditionally. Another mother only loved me conditionally. My stepmother loved me conditionally. My mom loved me unconditionally. I'm going deep. God said, look, there's great stuff that needs to be done in the world. And I'm going to have to use your story for it. You're like, you're not going to like it, son. But it's going to help people. So it's not about you. So shut up and just do what I say. So now I'm just going to be, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to express my story. So can, are you down with me just expressing my story? If you're down, just put, I'm actually, if you're up for it, comment, I'm up for it. All right, comment, I'm up for it. If you're up for me just sharing my story, comment, I'm up for it. So I had two mothers, one mother that was conditional, another that was unconditional. I was, I was, my, the first nine years, I was in an unconditional home. And my mom said, I was the kid who always, I said, whatever came out. I just, I was very expressive. This is a guy who couldn't talk up until I was like four or five years old. I was muted until I was four or five. But when I started talking, I started talking, baby. At some point, I stopped talking. I didn't know what happened. When I came here, I stopped talking for some reason. It's not because the language changed. Oh, my God. God is doing some work. But the love language changed. It's not because the link. I, I was a Creole speaker. I didn't speak English. It's not just because I had to change my language from Creole to English. Because at home I still spoke Creole. It's because my, the love language changed. And guess what happens when you leave an unconditional love home. And you go to a conditional love home. That's called abandonment of love. And my love style came from a close relationship to my mother. I was literally bonded by the hip. Everywhere she go, I want to be with her to a distant relationship with my stepmother. Y'all up for that comment? Yeah, do y'all, do y'all really want to have this talk? Because this is a season of healing and I'm, I'm, up, I'm up for it, baby. I'm, I'm going to say a couple of things. Look, don't be a pleaser, be a healer. Let's say this three times as we start this episode. Because God put a word in me today and I'm here to spread that message. Is that okay? Don't be a pleaser, be a healer. I am not your pleaser, I am a healer. And I'm not here to please you, I'm here to heal. And if our relationship is not on a healing note, then you can go your way, I'll go my way. But let, let's get to that conversation and talk about why I decided to no longer be a pleaser and decided to become a healer. I realized that some people will use certain tools of blame and shame and guilt towards you if you keep accepting it in your life. And by that, I mean, I lived in a home where if I didn't do what she wanted me to do, I was emotionally abandoned and not talked to. If I didn't, if I don't 
do everything if I can't if if I use my own thinking to make my own decisions in a way that was not approved, then guess what happens? I am emotionally abandoned. And what I discovered that that created distant, that created heartbreak. And recently I said I would not accept that in my life anymore. It's either you you love me unconditionally or we, or we don't need to do this. Right? I don't need to have 3 months of great and then 2 months of ignorance. Like, I'm like, yo, I, we're not doing that anymore. So at some point in your life, guess what you have to do to free yourself? You have to make a decision that, yo, I'm freeing myself by saying, yo, I know that this was the emotional home I was once in, but I decide that I'm not going to be in this emotional home anymore. And wh when do you decide that you're not going to be in an emotional home? When you start to heal, when you start to realize what's happening, when you start to face your story head on, when you admit that I have been a pleaser, and guess what? A pleaser with one in relationship becomes a pleaser with other relationships. And there's, look, there's something on your forehead that, that's not on your forehead that says, he's a, she's a pleaser. He's a pleaser. And when people see you a pleaser, they're going to use that against you. You might not even know it, but, but they will talk to you in a certain way. But they, they will realize, if, if you don't behave like I want, if you don't talk like I want you to talk, if, if you ex express yourself in a way that I don't want you to express yourself, they're going to either shut you down. And I've been in relationships like that of people who probably meant well, but I was tired of it. I'm tired of relationships like that. Right. As soon as I say something that 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 gets on your nerves. Oh, that 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 offend. Oh, no, no. I can't express myself. Oh, because oh, I don't like that. Oh, no, don't do it like that. Do it like this. Look, don't let people tell you what to do. Because guess, okay, there's, a, there's something that we used to say as kids, you're not the boss of me. Look, you're not the boss. Of, let me tell you something. Even parents who lead you early on, they're not your boss. Now, I, I don't know, some mom or some dad going to be like, say, what you telling my kid? I'm, no, your parent is not your boss. Your parent is a leader in your life, but you are the boss of your life. You must always remember this. And even if you're a parent, please pass this on to your kid. Please don't be their boss. Because what you're teaching them, you're teaching them to be emotionally dependent upon a figure. And when it's no longer you, it might be their spouse. And when it's no longer you, it might be their husband or their boyfriend. You're literally teaching your kid how to be codependent. And a codependency relationship is a relationship led towards disaster. Let me say that again. A codependency relationship is a, is a relationship led towards the, the, it does not serve any of the people. Because to be codependent upon does not just affect the person dependent upon you. It affects you that this, you have someone depending on you. So even if you think like, yo, you know what? I, I'm going to, I'm going to be addicted to this person's relationship. In order to keep their relationship, I'm going to get on the high of their approval. In order for me to be happy, I'm depending on this person's relationship and I get high off of their approval. I get high off. So I do things to, to tailor around. Let me give you a private, primarily example. I'm a grown man. And I'm telling you, sometimes God will take you in places you don't want to be and you will feel embarrassed. I say this. This is one of my quotes. Embarrassment now is empowerment later. Let's say that three times. I'm telling you, everything I went through, I did not just go through it. I grew through it. And now it's, it's an empowerment for other people. Your embarrassment now is an empowerment later. I had to move back home. Somebody says, where are you at? I am literally at home right now. And I promise you, in the next 365 days, 
Whatever happened that made me lose my credit, whatever happens that made apartments not want to give me a place, all of that is going to be changed. I'm going to get my own place because guess what? I'm not just moving out of here for my to get my own space. I'm moving out of here to, to move from one emotional home to another because guess what? I'm tired. I'm tired of being in an environment where I can't really be myself. I have to tiptoe around other people's emotions. Who, need, who needs to hear this? Because guess what? We're going to keep it real. I am not I am not the person who comes here to keep it fake. I'm going to keep it real. Can I keep it real? Can I keep it? Can I tell you the process and the process of the or do you want me to wait after the process to tell you the process? Can I tell you the process and the process of? So let me tell you this. Sometimes we get in the high of somebody's approval because we feel as if the only way that we can thrive is to be codependent upon somebody else so guess what i would find myself as soon as my stepmother coming back to the home like yo i gotta make sure everything is perfect around i'm like bro it may not be perfect right now because i might be busy doing something else right i might be busy working and guess what i didn't get to wash the dishes i might be busy working i didn't see the dust i might be busy working and there was a time in my life and i'm sharing this story with you not because i wanted to share it with y'all i've been hiding this away from i was like yo i'm gonna share anything else but i'm not gonna share this and guess what i realized that in this season especially during this winter time people are suffering and god said this is not about you bruh so get out of your head get into your heart and help the people so okay i said okay lord i'm okay lord i'm gonna get out of my head and get get into my heart and help the people so I would wait, I would be like, yo, it'd be four in the afternoon. I'm like, yo, I got to get everything situated. And guess what? Every single time that my mother would come home, my stepmother, it'd be like, yo, she would go and look at for five or six different things that possibly would go wrong in the day. I'm like, bro, you don't even acknowledge how my day went, but you're going to look for five or six different things that possibly can go wrong every single day. That's the first thing you do before you put your back down. I'm like, that is an emotionally abusive relationship. And that emotionally abusive relationship affected me psychologically. And it affected me in a way that I realized that I'm freeing myself. Now, now I'm talking about it. And guess what? It'd be like, yo, is the sink clean? Now, somebody says, well, these are common sense. Well, let me ask you a question. Let's say you just ate some food and you had the hiatus. You watch a movie, you fell asleep. Do you think you might have washed the dishes right away every single day? Let's say you didn't get to sweep the floor. Do you think that might happen at the same time every single day? Let's say something let's say something is out of where it was this was its spot, but it's not it. Do you think that somebody, especially guys, can be perfect in the way that when they get everything together to please you every single time, every single day, every single not really. That was that was my life. And at some point I had this always anxiety. If somebody comes to your home, your emotional home, and they cause anxiety to you every day, if you wake up around somebody and you feel your boy toil up, this means there's resentment, there's anger, this relationship is not healthy. So I realized that was the relationship I was in for the last few years, moving back home, fell in school, sleeping in my car, losing my apartments, going through an eviction, going, like, all of that affected me in a way where I didn't even think, yo, like, yo, I'm like, I'm not even going to get approved for a house. So I'm like, let me put my head down, save on rent, work on my business, work on my brand, reveal the gift that God gave me. When he's ready to elevate me, I'll move out of here. But in the meantime, maybe there is something I need to heal from home. I'm talking about a relationship where I first moved home, y'all. I didn't have a key to the house. 
And I remember one day I slept on the steps, not because there wasn't anybody home, but there was nobody willing to open the door because I was a grown man coming from college, sleeping. Like, bro, I'm a grown man. I'm I, Like, I, I used to have my own stuff. Yeah, I had my own house. I lost it. Yeah. But I'm moving back home and I don't have a key to my house. I'm sleeping on the steps. My dad is inside. He's not opening the door because he's asleep. Not because, because my stepmother has a thing about becoming home. I was in a relationship where I felt like my own father did not stand up for me because he was even like, yo, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a pleaser too. Now, I don't, I'm putting family skeletons out because I want to help people. And unfortunately, some people probably going to get mad, but this is how it's going to be for the rest of my life. So unfortunately, I have to sacrifice how other people is going to feel about this versus how I'm going to help other people with this story. So unfortunately, and but fortunately, I'm going to have to start sharing stuff that I don't even want to share. I want you all to hear what I'm saying here. Unfortunately, but fortunately, I'm going to stop sharing stuff that I don't even want to share, but I need to. Because that's the calling that God put on me in this season because he's like, this isn't about you. You need to help people. So I'm like, okay. So let me keep going. I lived in an emotional home where I didn't have people stand up for me. It was always like, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I had a conversation with my dad one time. He was like, yeah, sometimes you got to put your head down and, and do what you do to make people happy. I was like, what? You mean to tell me, you mean tell me this is not making me happy? I got to keep them happy? How about my happiness? I literally had that conversation. And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, yo, this, this wasn't right. Right? So that, was, that affected other relationships where I was in even business relationships with people. And that business relationship was not serving me. I was not getting paid what I was worth for. But instead of speaking my truth, I just shut down and didn't say anything pleasing people. If you don't heal your childhood traumas, your childhood trauma is going to affect your business. If you don't heal your childhood traumas, your childhood trauma is going to affect your relationships. Your childhood trauma is going to affect... So I realized that now in this season, God is like, yo, not only is this going to help you help others, but now when you get a wife, you're going to choose a wife right correctly. I know not to have a woman who can't have a conversation. Look, if we need to go to sleep mad at each other for more than three nights in a week or two weeks, I can't date you. If we can't be a grown man or woman to say, hey, we had a disagreement and maybe we can be mad at each other for 24 hours. Maybe 48 hours can pass. But Lord, we will not have a week. If we cannot be that a grown man, a grown woman, to be grown enough to have that conversation, we can't be in a relationship because I already know where my child... We can't do that. So now I already know, even know what to look for in a woman. I am being, look, your pain is actually a blessing. Blessing. Your pain is a blessing. So now you don't have to grow through that pain forever in your life. But guess what? At some point, you got to make a decision. The other day, I received a text message or calling. And I, look, I realized that if you don't express yourself in increments, you express it by blowing up. And they call that acting up. And sometimes you can say stuff that's hurtful. And what I realized was I, I suppress my anger. Suppression of anger means that you blow up when you can't hold it in anymore. So you put on a smile to keep the person pleased. But at some point, at some point, you're going to blow the up. 
And when it happens, they won't recognize and you're like, yo, who is this lion that came out? And you might scare the wits out. Like, yo, I don't know this person. Guess what? I don't want to be in a point where people don't know me. So I'm not going to introduce myself in a blow up. I'm going to introduce myself by expressing what, how I feel. And if when I express how I feel, you can't feel. Look, I realize I'm trying to express how I feel not because I want to make you wrong. But because I just really want to let you know how I'm feeling about this. And I just want you to hear me. I don't necessarily want you to agree with me. But I like your point of view in return. Because this is how we have conversation as grown people. It's, it's crazy how as a child you could be more grown than the adult. Grown is not how far you've, how much you've aged, but it's how far you've grown spiritually, emotionally, relationally. Grown does not mean I'm 40, so I'm grown. We have 40-year-old kids. We have 50-year-old kids. I'm like, yo, this is a kid behavior. I'm a grown man now. I'm growing emotionally. I'm growing spiritually. I can't do this. I can't do that. So the other day, my stepmom hit me up. He was, and I blew up. I blew up because it was about some dirt, y'all. Lord, Lord, Lord. I don't even know. I don't even know why you're having me doing this because I don't want to do this. This is very uncomfortable. This is my story, but I'm going to do it. I blew, I blew up about some dirt. So there was bags of dirt. First of all, these dirts was a significance of something else. It, it was not even just the dirt, right? I just took a bag of dirt that's been sitting there for months, like six or 12 months, to just pot some garbage. I, I mean, I could have went to Home Depot and bought dirt, but I'm like, Yo, this dirt is just here. She don't need them. I'm going to use them, whatever. She has a garden. I have a garden. We love garden. That's actually where we link up and meet together. So... For me, taking the dirt was like, yeah, it ain't a real big deal. Like, we could share, right? I'll probably replace it later. When she, like, it doesn't matter. I, I cultivate dirt here. I give her dirt. I, I make compost, right? Let, y'all want to hear about the dirt? How dirt can create a disagreement that will make you blow up? I'm like, you worried about dirt? You getting mad at me about that I use some dirt that you have not been using? That It pissed me off the other day when... First conversation, and when somebody talks to you in resentment, you can feel it. I'm like, bro, you only talk to me when something is wrong. You only talk to me in resentment, and you talk to me with a certain tone that I don't want to hear. Right? I became a grown man when I started speaking up for myself. I stopped being a boy when I just let people walk over me all emotionally. And I, when I found other girls doing that in my life, I said, nah, that's not going to happen. I am not your simp. I am a grown man. I am a wise man. I am such a king. And you're going to treat me like it. And if you don't, you don't need to be in my life. Because I, I can teach you more than you can teach me to begin with. Now, somebody says, you being a little bit cocky. Hell to the, yeah, I'm being cocky. Because I know who I am. Right? So don't come at me in a certain way. When you start to heal, you speak in your power. Now you can lead. You can be a better leader. So somebody come talk to me about dirt. I, I blew up. I blew up. I was like, I was like, I'm tired of you talking to me. Like, I'm tired of you speaking to me of resentment and anger all the time. Literally, I, I was expressing myself aggressively because I, I am a man. Like, I, I'm a girl. I'm a man. I'm not a boy. Like, I speak. 
and, and sometimes we like we can't tame ourselves to be little cats like you you want a lion that's gonna stand up for you and walk for you but then you want to tame him like a cat i'm like yo ma I, I love you but you're not doing that but here's the thing i can do that with my stepmom her her response is i'm done with you i'm not talking to you i'm ignoring you she's like yo i'm not talking i'm not even saying hello i do that with, with my I don't do that in that way with my mom, but sometimes I'm assertive with my mom a little bit. But my mom, like when I'm assertive with her, in a way, it's not rude. Like sometimes I need to be assertive. My mom is a single mother, some, right? Um, now, now she has somebody, right? But like sometimes I'm assertive with my mom because she needs that assertiveness, and she actually grow from it. And we get back and we have that conversation. And sometimes I'm like, I'm sorry, I was kind of like too assertive, but I find I see how that helps her. Right, but my stepmom, when I'm assertive with her, it's like I hate you now. I'm not talking to you, right? There's a difference between unconditional and conditional love. So I realized that assertiveness with my mother is one thing. Assertiveness with my stepmother is another thing. Okay. About the herb, this is a podcast, so we're not talking about herbs. I'm talk. I pick a subject for my podcast. I go on it. So we'll have we'll talk about that later. So I'm like, yo, I'm assertive. Assertiveness means I'm just making my voice known. This is what's happening. And sometimes that needs to happen. But if that's responded with, oh, you were assertive, you spoke your truth, so now I don't feel good about it. Now, now okay, I don't need to talk to you anymore. What? I'm just literally letting you know how, 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 how I felt when, you, when you're getting mad at me about a dirt bag that's $5.00. That's been sitting for six months. I'm just letting you know how I feel about. Like. Like. You know how that. that I'm just letting you. Okay here's another thing. I'm just letting you know how I feel like. When I actually love you and care for you. And every time I walk around you. It's like I just drink some poison. Because that's the resentment. That's, that's the energy you're giving off. I just want to let you know that. But you can't hear me. Because you hear my tone. I just want to let you know that, that you give me the same tone, but when I give that back to you, don't you can't take that energy, huh? But I can, t- but I can take it all my life. Y'all hear that? I can take it all, but the. So I realized I was like, you know what? I'm not rude. I was like, you know, I'm not. I'm not rude. I'm not a bad person here. I'm a little boy who finally is becoming a man. Right? I'm a broken kid who's finally healing and you know what I, I sometimes i'll be like yo i didn't need to do it with that much anger and then i was like yo it was stuck in me i needed to release it somehow i was like your next time don't do it with that much anger but even when i try to do it with compassion y'all it's never it's never received or acknowledged and what i realized was i never ever got an apology from my stepmom never i i always was the one to be i i was the bigger adult Like, I had to say, okay, uh, yeah, this happened, let, we gotta get, I w- I'm like, bro, this is not emotionally good for you because you're not the cause of everything, right? And here's the thing, like, I remember when moving back home, like, I was depressed. Like, I just lost my house, I just lost my car, I got kicked out of my own organization, all my breath, like my brotherhood, like everything broken down into pieces. I just lost my business because my business was in my car. 
mobile personal training. I got kicked out of college, right? I felt like I'm, mo- I'm moving back home with my parents, y'all. I feel like nobody, like, yo, nobody want to deal with me. Like, yo, I, feel, I felt unlovable, right? Because even though, like, so for that while, I'm, like, I'm not dating nobody, none, none of that, right? Because I really felt unlovable. I was broke. I was kind of, I was broken. Like, I was like, yo, I, I was, look at me, man. I was doing more than most college kids, running my own business, right? Mobile personal training. I'm making 50 bucks an hour before I even graduated. I'm like, yo, I lost all that. I'm like, I'm reverting back. I was depressed. So I was going through some time, but then moving back home and moving back with the habits of coping, I wasn't seeing it as depressed or going through it. I was seeing it as a problem, as a vacable, <laughs> to put it in that layman term, right? I'm smoking weed at that time, not necessarily because I'm a bad person, but because it was the one thing that helped me escape. But I was going, I was staying up late partying because I was, co- I was going through my process. But instead of people seeing you in your process, they never see you. They just see your flaws. And, you know, that's how it is. I, I, I don't necessarily blame them, but it was not emotionally healthy for, for me. And then I come home to only be ostracized like a stepkid without a key to my own home. Like, that hurt. And, bro, the, the stories even go on. I, I like, yo... And I realized all my life I felt like a stepkid and I felt like my dad didn't stand up for me. So I didn't stand up for myself because the very masculine energy that was supposed to give that was not giving that. And and I didn't learn how to do that. I had to learn how to do that. And I'm kind of telling everybody here, you got to learn how to do that. Men, women, and don't do that to the women. Don't do that to you. Don't do that to your, 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 your boys. You create you. Look, don't don't create you create weak men when you don't let them stand up and speak for themselves. Right? Don't create don't do that to your boys. Right? I'm telling you, don't don't do that to your boys. Because what I'm saying is you're gonna affect them in a way. And and fathers stand up for your for your for your for your boys. You gotta stand up for them because if you don't, who else will? All my life I felt like a stepkid. I realized I felt like a stepkid, right? My stepbrother, like I felt like he always got revered, and but he he did a lot of shit I never did. I'm like, bro, so he can get unconditional. So, ah, but I'm unlovable. <laughs> that affected me, and I was like, oh, okay, I see. So you resent my mom, so you resent me too. So my mom was your friend, and this ha- oh, 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 you you resent my mom. So, so you, so you say you love me, but you really resent me subconsciously. So, so now you do everything that you do for me, even though you do it, and I appreciate it, and I, I plan to pay you back. I was like, yo, I, I thank you for all you're doing, but I already your retirement is on me, anyways. I, I don't care what you do to me, emo- you, you, your retirement is already on me. Like, but you know, I, I don't just care about giving you a lump sum of money for your retirement. I want to give you that love return, but I can't even do that. Yo, I'm going deep, yo. But, yo, I left Les Brown's um, storytelling workshop this weekend. And after I left, I said, I'm going to start telling my story. Because Les Brown was one person that really, he sold his story. 
and he didn't care. I'm like, bro, that empowered me. I was like, Liz, you say you saying all of that? But I was like, yo, I see how it resonated with everybody, and I really helped people. I was like, yo, that's the next level. It's not just the information. I can't just be coming here giving you giving you the wisdom and form of like, yo, this is what's happened psychologically. This is what's happened. This is how you heal. And you, I omit my story out of it. God said you got to put your story in there. So that's why I'm putting my story in there. I'm not the only one who had a stepmom. I'm not the only one who had a stepparent. So here's what, here's what I'm saying. I, re- I realize that if I was going to heal, at this point, do I have to forgive? But it's hard for me to do. I'm still figuring out how to do that right now. Because just the other day, my stepmom said, you know, I, I want nothing to do with you ever, forever. That's literally what she said to me. I'm still here living with her. All right? And I got a goal to move out soon. I got a goal. Look, my, my goal, look, I want to tell you, <laughs> I wrote my vision statement. In 2023, I, I bought a home. For my mother close to my estate Where she can stay close to my Home and to my heart I put that in my vision statement Where I I created a life with a wife Where where we have the same vision Where where we have not only the same vision But we're living in the same house And we're birthed the child that we're giving that healing to Like by the beach I I literally envisioned that I'm like I bought a home for my mom right next to my house So she could be close to me and my heart I'm I'm not just talking about physical I'm talking about emotional I'm talking about true healing right and, it, and I have a motivation right now to move out of this home where God took me back to heal, to create a new home, not just to get a physical home, but to get a new emotional home. Now, somebody says, why a new emotional home? What do you mean by a new emotional home? By a new emotional home, I mean, I, I, I need to move out of this because I need to move out of unconditional love. I need to get to, I need to move out of an environment that's conducive to conditional love. Go ahead, ask a question. To an environment that's for unconditional love. And if I'm going to create unconditional love, I'm going to have to forgive some people not expecting them to ever love me in the way that I expect to be loved from them. Right? The sun is getting me. I didn't expect to go on this long, but... I guess I'm going to go. I decided that I needed to go move out. So now guess what's adding to all my fuel? Why I'm going to speak all around the world, not in the next year, like this just happened like that, but why I'm going to start getting way more speaking engagements and fixing my credit, working on my finances and moving out and getting my own place and finding the one is because I need to create a new standard for my family. Right? I need to create a, a, a condition. Love is not conditional. Love is never conditional. Look, God is love and his love is infinite, unconditional. And if God's love is unconditional and God is love and we have God within us, then love is unconditional. We just learned. Somebody can like you conditionally, but nobody, love is never meant to be conditioned. Right? And guess what? One who loves things, that's, love is not for things. Love is the spirit in me recognize the spirit of, in you. That's love. Agape love is the spirit in me recognize the God in, in you. Can I get an amen? 
The divine in me recognize the divine in you. This is why I love the next man or the next woman. I don't love things. I like things. I enjoy things. I use things, but I don't love them. So my love is unconditional. Now, whether you accept some stuff or don't accept it, it's different. To have, look, to decide to be in a relationship can be based on conditions. To decide to love somebody is unconditional. There's some relationships I'm no longer in. I still love those people. I never stopped loving them. I just decided that we, we're, we're just not a good match for each other. Look, you might love so many people and never get in a relationship with them as it relates to a, a, a relationship. Oh, I just love, I, I extend that love for you, but I don't love you in that way. So love is not conditional. Love is unconditional. But to go back to what I was saying, we have to understand that if we want our life to change, not only must we change, but we got to change the way that we communicate, the way that we connect, the way that we love, and we got to start healing. We got to start facing the stories that we tell ourselves and whether we've been pleasing or whether we've been releasing, whether we've been pleasing or whether we've been healing. And I decided that I choose to heal. I am a healer and not a pleaser. And I choose that in this next season of my life that I'm going to heal instead of pleasing. No matter, no matter how much I feel like I, I owe to this person or this... Look, I am a healer and not a pleaser. I, I am making a conscious, deliberate effort to be a healer and not a pleaser. And by that I mean even the people who come around me that I help, I am not here to please you, to, to just make you happy, to say what makes you happy. I'm here to, to, to say what God tells me to say, and if it helps you heal, then so be it. And if it makes you mad or sad or angry, then that's just reflecting something about yourself that you need to deal with. And in this season of my life, God is saying, I, need, I have anointed you to do something great. And if you're going to do it, you got to heal. So somebody says, how do you forgive? How do you forgive if the person is not willing to forgive you? That's deep. And I'm, I'm learning how to, I'm learning that. You know what? Here's my answer. I don't know. But every single day, I want to ask myself, do I want to keep the poison of resentment in my body, the poison of anger in my body, or do I want to actively create love? Do I want to keep the poison of what happened to me in my body, or do I want to create the pleasant of what I want to happen? Do I want to stay in an environment that's toxic, or do I want to go to an environment that's healing? If this home is going to bring toxicity, then I have to leave it. It doesn't mean I'm going to stop loving this person. It does not mean that I'm going to stop. It just means that I'm going to live the time. Because this relationship is not conducive to my growth. This relationship is not conducive to my growth and development. It's not conducive to where I'm going. It's not conducive to how I want to be. It's not conducive to, to the energy signature I want to imprint in my DNA to my genetics right it's not conducive and I need to move out of this emotional home into another one God will take you back to realize certain things so you can heal from them and sometimes your healing is not in direct proportion to the other person's healing
and maybe they never will heal. Maybe they'll never deal with the way that they respond. Maybe they'll always think that they're the right one. Maybe they'll always think that they were never wrong, they were always right, and you have to accept that. So forgiveness is not that you, you forget everything, but it's just that you understand that everybody's in their own journey, and because they're, they're, on, they're on their own journey, you let them be in their journey, and you go about yours. And that's my message, and I'm sticking to it. It's the holistic motivator. And to everyone who asks me questions not related to the subject, the reason why every podcast that I do is only one subject. And you can listen to these subjects individually by visiting my website. Go to edtalksdaily.com and subscribe to the podcast. It's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It's one of the most powerful things that God has done through me in the last five years of my life. You can see the progression of my growth from the beginning to now, from the college kid failing school to the holistic motivator empowering people all around the world. So you're going to get to see that process um, on my road to success. <laughs> Yo, the next six years, I'm about to do some amazing things and you're about to witness it. But it's not about me. I just wanted you to say that. I'm just an inspiration. It's like, if I can do it, you can. That's all it is. It's like, God has that little rhetoric. God's like, yo, if you went through that, you can. God is just like, oh, look at this person. Like, he's actually telling you in the process of this is what is happening. Like, I legit took you to the journey the whole time. That's, that's all it is. So I, I really, really empower you. Don't just come watch the live videos on TikTok. But I want you to go do the work. I want you to actually go to Ed talksdaily.com subscribe to the podcast and guess what if you're going to go subscribe please comment below let me know if for those of you who are about to subscribe if you're going to subscribe to the podcast comment below let me know say i'm going to subscribe right i want to know who's going to subscribe because i need to blow this podcast up if you agree that i should blow this podcast up all right let me know right so yeah, somebody says they're going to subscribe. Great. I want to know who's going to subscribe. And those of you listening, make sure you leave me a review. Let me know. Keep keep sharing that with me. Who's going to subscribe? It's called edtalksdaily.com. It's like TED Talks, but without the T. Ed, I'm Ed. <laughs> I know I'm Ed, Edward. edtalksdaily.com. So I talk daily, right? And uh, you're going to be able to subscribe to it on, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So if, if you're about to do it, and when you finish, comment done. If you subscribe, comment done. I want to see who, who subscribed. All right, go where for that. Either a Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or just go directly to the website, and you're going to pick one of those podcast platforms to subscribe. Or you can just listen to it natively on the website. There we go. Somebody said done. Perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. For all my healers, teachers, motiv- seekers, healers, teachers, motivators... I'm the I'm the next generation Les Brown. <laughs> I'm the next generation Les Brown. I just say that. And homage to him. <laughs> right. I'm gonna be the guy who's gonna motivate you holistically and I'm gonna educate you throughout the whole process. So go ahead and listen to the podcast. Go to edtalksdaily.com and subscribe. I'm gonna do more promoting that. Here's here's what happened. Here's why I say that. Sometimes TikTok takes my videos down. I never know when TikTok is gonna get rid of of me you never know i might one day you might just wake up my profile is gone so if you go to edtalksdaily.com what what that does is it says no matter what happens in my tiktok my instagram my facebook you're always locked in right somebody says my youtube it's on a youtube 
it's on YouTube, but I don't put everything on YouTube because my YouTube don't do it. It's not been blowing up. It's it's a process. I got great content, but nobody watches my stuff on YouTube. So it's not really it's on YouTube, but it's not really. So go on edtalksdaily.com. That's where you go. There's edtalksdaily.com. All right, so go subscribe to the podcast and uh, remember you have the unlimited power in you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person that you were meant to be. But first you have to believe it in order to achieve it. But you got to start healing, baby. Heal those relationships. Start, stop being a pleaser, be a healer. Right? Stop being a pleaser, be a healer. Right? Somebody says, I- I'm a seeker. Somebody says, so what do I... <laughs> I I need <laughs> edtalksdaily.com it's a website edtalksdaily.com <laughs> okay that's the last time I'm going to say it another way too is to text me 561-510-9605 right? I, I pay for that because once, I, once again Instagram might just cancel me one day TikTok could cancel me one day but I got a, a phone number that they can't cancel me that's why I got the phone number so they can't cancel me. And if they can't cancel me, text me. So I'm going to put the number down. And for those of you who are listening on the podcast, by the way, every video becomes a podcast. So for you healers, I want you to not just watch what I'm doing. I want you to see what I'm doing. No, okay. I'm going to give you a little insight. I'm done with the podcast episode. So I might, I might do some q and I'm, I'm going to edit the rest. But for those healers who's watching me, okay, I'm going to get out the sun. I'm going to get out the sun. For those healers who's watching me, don't just watch me. See what I'm doing. See how every little clip that I put is attached to a podcast. See how I'm sharing my story in the process of. See how I'm not embarrassed about what I'm going through, okay? I just want you to see what's happening. I just want you to learn from it and actually apply some of it. This is text Ed Talks to 5615. See how I'm not waiting till I'm like at the top to say I'm at the top. How in, in, the, in climbing the ladder, I'm sharing the ladder. I just want you to see it. See how I, I'm showing you in real time what's happening authentically. That I'm not trying to make you feel like I, I'm, I'm the guy who made it. But that God blessed me with wisdom that does not make make that does not mean that I need to be rich to share what I have. Because the wealth comes in my wisdom. I just want you to see that. I just want you to, to, to study from that. Okay, so I'm going to keep this going a little bit. I just got to get out the sun. I'm going to chop up the beginning part and turn it to the podcast. Right? The rest part, we're going to do a live video. But I just want you to kind of see a couple of things. I'm going to answer the question. Somebody asked me about the Ave. They asked me about the Guinea henweed. Um, somebody uh, planted some seeds of fear. They were like, Ed, be careful. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.